gonna knock my water over. Don't worry about my water. All right. Gatorade H two O. Gatorade H two O. Okay, bye, Boucher. Bye, Bo- my, my Mama said, Mama said, does does anyone know why why alligators are so aggressive? <laughs> my my my. Mama said, "Mama said it's because it's, be, it's because they got all that teeth, all that, all them teeth, but but no toothbrush." <laughs> <laughs> that is wrong, Mister Boucher. <laughs> it is because of the medulla oblongata. <laughs> I love that movie, man. That movie was so good. Walter yeah, boy, boy. I, I, I'm not let Bobby ain't playing no foosball. <laughs> It's like, all right. <laughs> you can't do you it with all. one eye. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. All night long. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bobby Boucher. Bobby. My, my name Bob, Bobby. Bo- and then you Bobby got the Boucher. guy with the crooked eye. All right, 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 right. right. The, the guy. You said what? Right, 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 right. Bobby Boucher. Bob Boucher. Oh, you're talking about because hey, of Uncut hey, Gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you see the guy with the eye. He's like, right, right, right. Bob Boucher. And I did uncut gems, and your mom was like, <laughs> she doesn't like him anymore. She doesn't. Well, yeah, because that a movie, different character. That movie was a. I mean, it was, it was annoying. That movie was a little annoying. Everybody was shouting over everybody. The entire movie, yeah, yeah. the entire movie, and it was yeah. like, really, bro. Yeah. And at the end, you know, it got real quiet. Real yeah. <laughs> didn't want to give away the ending. You're right. It got real quiet real fast. <laughs> I remember watching it, and I was like. What just happened? <laughs> oh. I know. Is that the end? I was oh like, so that's, that's it? I that's, see. That's not good. That's not good at all. All right. So I guess we're ready to uh, oh, to get started, man. I hope you're up to it. It's, we got a lot lot on the list here. A lot going on. Um, Hey, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, listen, you know what it is. I you know what it do. Don't say it. It is boomer and the millennial we can say that yeah I'm, I, go ahead i'm reggie the boomer there you go and i'm armani the millennial y'all already know what's coming next we back at it dot 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 come on <laughs> i'm not gonna say it. come on no all right no that's we your- back at it like a crack at it boy <laughs> let's go here we go all right and you gotta remember you can't be grabbing the mic like you're you know on stage you can hear that noise. Why are you trying to kill my vibe? I'm just trying to make it that audio that's enjoyable for people to okay, listen. Okay, I'm sorry. And you don't hear this you know. And who's, well now I gotta edit that out. Thanks. No, Thanks a lot. You can leave it in as, as an example of what not to do in a, in a Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But we back at it like a crack at it, guys. Um, welcome back to Boomer and the Millennial. Yeah, thank you uh, once again, Dangerfield Newbies. Yeah, shout out to them, you know, for hooking us up with our intro music. Go check them out. Their music is dope. Dangerfield yes. Newbies. Yes. And Jamal, uh, we appreciate you, man. Jamal Ahmed. Ahmed. Yes. Uh, 91.9 WCLK. Also, also syndicated around the country. Uh, jazz announcer. So we do appreciate the Dangerfield Newbies. I love that name, by the way. But yeah. Check them out. <clears throat> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You all right over there? Mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah, I'm fine. COVID. I might have to leave it in there <laughs> for the <laughs> joke. COVID? Know, Question mark? But we got a lot coming up uh, on the show today. 
um, this Facts. evening as we come to you from the Boomer and Millennial Island. Yeah, but this island ain't land. this ain't no Animal right. Crossing boy. <laughs> right. But we here on the island. We're here on the island, which, by the way, for those of you who don't know, it is the island in our kitchen, but we uh, affectionately call it the island. And we sort of put ourselves in a mindset of coming to you from a place with sand and palm trees and that would be nice and one dog our dog eddie who's our mascot who yeah. uh, always decides to eat when we uh, it's because we're sitting at the table yeah. and so you know eddie's a real family dog this is a family friendly podcast you know so whenever we record and we're sitting at the table eddie just thinks oh i guess it's time for me to eat because the eat. family's here right so you know if you hear him munching in the back mind your business that's that's what he has yes. to say yeah he's just and there he goes. <laughs> so a mind good time. your business. Just, but just any, mind your business. We got a lot to get to today. Um, a lot of things happening. One of the things uh, we want you to please stay with us uh, because we're going to hit some events going on that uh, happened the last time we met. A lot of natural disasters, man. It's just things. Yeah, it's, are, it's a whole lot going on right now. Where we also want to honor a really good friend of ours. Actually, we met him many years ago. He passed away this time last year, so we're going to honor him. And, and, and the story is really, really unique And how we met him. Um, this guy was actually homeless and became part of our family. So we want to make sure you stay with us. We're going to tell you that story as we honor our dear friend. Um, we also got sports coming up. We got things that we've been doing around the yeah. COVID and the last couple of weeks since we've been a lot, away. A, lot, a lot's been going on over the past few weeks. So. A lot's been happening. So again, stay with us. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about it all because when it's Boomer and the Millennial coming from the island, we cover as much as we can. And we want you to get involved with us too. You know, hit us up on Instagram and what else? Twitter. Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. You're going to start posting some stuff. I'm going to leave that up to you. So you are now officially the social media coordinator. Wow. Way to uh, cue applause track. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're going to start posting more. Um, and we'd love to also kind of post some snippets of the episode as well, I think. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Just so you guys can get a little taste before the episode comes out and create some buzz around when episodes drop and things like that. So yeah. so you'll be handling that. I'm working on the website. Bear with me, folks. I have taken this on. It's it's a it's a labor of love, guys. It's a labor of love. <laughs> You've seen me in here like, you know, frustrated. Two, two in the morning, man. Going through I, it. I, I can't I can't let it go until I get it right, you know. And yeah. uh, so it has been a learning experience, but it's one I've always wanted to do a website, and I'm using WordPress for those of you who do websites. Uh, you know, what WordPress is not the most user-friendly platform, but learning it, and we are coming along with it, and I think by the time that we get to our next episode, the website will be fully up and running. That's, oh, yeah. It's up there now, but, you know, we're still kind of working Fine -tuning on Fine-tuning it. But, but I'm getting close, man. I'm I getting, know, I know. I'm getting really close, but... Well, the other day I was going down the street, right down the corner from where we live, and there was a lady there with a sign and her young child um, asking for help. And I thought about the fact that a lot of people who are on unemployment now, that extra money has run out. Um, a lot of people can't make their rent. We're seeing people moving out of places all over, and they're homeless people. I mean, just sitting yeah. out there. And, and not just the homeless people you're used to seeing. I mean, there's some in the neighborhood that you go... Oh, I know that guy because, you know, he's part of the neighborhood. But this right. is, we're talking about families. Yeah. You know, Armandi, I started thinking about what people are doing 
and what we are doing for people who are in need, homeless people, particularly during COVID, um, which is even an extra. Yeah, it's a trying yeah. it's a trying time right now. Like it's I think dealing with homelessness is already something that's that's very hard to do. It's it's a, it's a challenge, especially if you have a family. It's it's a little different if you're by yourself. It's it's not easy if you're by yourself, but also if you have a family with you. But during COVID, it's like you have so much extra stress. It's just so many other things you got to worry about. It's just, it's crucial. It's a crucial time right now. Um, and it's just sad to see. Yeah. And you know, we're looking during, during COVID where people have been saying, you know, what can I do? What can I do? And I think, first of all, if you have the resources, um, because volunteering may be a little tenuous now because of COVID. Yeah, you don't want to be too close to, to people. Right, and, right. You know. You know and, but there are some places that have protocols in place. But you may want to just make a donation to your local uh, neighborhood shelter or an organization that's dealing with the, uh, the homeless in your community. I would say to do that. And you can make a difference. And I thought about the fact, you know, Armandi, of of our story about Mr. Jesse and how we as a family and, you know, we're not bragging about this or anything. The story is just really to honor a a man who really touched our lives. You know, we kind of thought, you know, we're doing stuff for him and helping him, but he really, really helped us. He was a blessing to our family and to our lives. I think just as much as we were a blessing to his, I think, yeah, if not more. Yeah, and his name was Jesse Lee Williams. He was a guy that came up from uh, from Florida. Miami. Yeah. Miami. Uh, fell on some hard times, became homeless. And the person that we would see uh, when we were living in High Rise in downtown Atlanta in the park every day, and you know, your mom decided, wanted to know his story. And we ended up going down and introducing ourselves. But I think um, the real story of, about Jesse and how he impacted us, because Anita became a social worker. Your mom right. became a social worker as a result of that connection, of that friendship. Um, but you did a, a radio piece, yeah, audio piece about Mr. Jesse. Yeah, this was for a class that I had, I think my, either, I, I want to say my sophomore year, my sophomore year I was in um, digital audio production. And so the piece that you're going to hear I did as my final project. Right. So, An award-winning piece, I made ask. That This is my true. I I don't really throw that out there. But, <laughs> well, uh, I did. This I is, know you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's okay, it. you know. Yeah. But this story, this piece will give you an idea of Mr. Jesse and how you know we met him and how he affected our lives, how he became part of our family for over ten, almost 10 years, a little over 10 years. Yeah. And uh, he unfortunately passed away a year ago this month, and we have been thinking about him. And we would like to share uh, that story with you and understand that it's just our way to honor him and also remind you that we all can do something. And now more than ever, we need to do that. Yeah. This is where I used to lay my cargo box that I was laying down at night sleeping on. And in the morning, come out, I used to get it, you know, kind of fold it up and put it back up on the little brush and go and find me somewhere where I can eat breakfast in the mornings. We're standing in Mr. Jesse's home, a small park about 15 yards long and five yards wide, the size of most people's backyards located in the heart of the hotel district in downtown Atlanta. For some people, homelessness is a result of an addiction or mental illness, but not in the case of Mr. Jesse. Well, I was living in Miami. I'm from Miami, Florida. 
and I decided to come to Georgia looking for work. I lost my car. My car put me down and I wasn't able to get back and forward to my job and I wound up losing my apartment. I was on the street for about seven years. Mr. Jesse's seven-year survival routine included places, programs, and open spaces in the downtown Atlanta area. When I leave there, I, I usually go downtown to the CNN building or to the uh, Santonia Park and sit there basically all day. That's during the summer. And during the winter days, I used to go to the church across down below the Capitol. They had a program there for the homeless when the, when it get cold during the winter days, you have to sign up and make sure you uh, sign up in a particular month before the winter comes so you can get a bed inside to the church. After years of having the same routine and praying the same prayers for a change in his life, little did Mr. Jesse know that on one hot summer day in 2009, his prayers would be answered from above. I was sitting in the park, and uh, his family, they came over and introduced themselves and asked me, how was I doing? I told them I was doing good. They saw Nita. She said, uh, we are your neighbors. And she kind of she kind of caught me off guard because I really didn't know what she was <laughs> what she was saying because I was here laying in the park and wasn't no houses or nothing around. It must have been the Holy Spirit that attracted my attention to Mr. Jesse. We lived on the 18th floor and I can remember being driven back to the window time and again to look out and see this man who lived in the park below us next to the condo where we lived. I could tell that he didn't have a drinking problem. He wasn't a drug addict. Just by the regularity with which he, he carried on his life, even though he was homeless. So I, it, it compelled me. I really wanted to know what this man's story was. That initial meeting, which led to regular meetings, developed a mutual trust and friendship that resulted in the next phase of Mr. Jesse's life. We talked and had a little church in the park, and I, I, I asked him I wanted to join a church, and I, 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 I wound up going to church with him, and that's how I uh, started to uh, move forward from being homeless, something that I've been looking for to happen for a long time. I accepted God. Once I joined the church, I got baptized. I, I became a, a usher when I was in Miami. I never thought about, you know, going to church or joining a church until I came up here and, and experienced what I had went through and I, when I knew that I needed God in my life. With everything that Mr. Jesse went through, you might be wondering, where is he today? How you doing, Armani? Come on in. Good to see you. Mr. Jesse is now living in an affluent senior high-rise downtown, a flat with a bright open space, its own kitchen and bathroom. I was blessed 
that they were in my life because before I just didn't see nowhere that I can get out of the situation that I was in. And they really looked out for me and helped me through my hard time. After moving from sleeping in the park to living in his own flat, from not having anyone to call family to becoming a member of the Hicks family, from unemployment to receiving disability, and finally from having no organized religion to being baptized and becoming a member of God's eternal family. If there's one piece of advice Mr. Jesse could give for overcoming life's adversities, it would be this. Depend on God and he will show you the way. And that's basically what I did. So you just heard Mr. Jesse's story um, in the, uh, the piece that I did for my class. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know. I think when I was when I decided to do my final project on Mr. Jesse, I, you know, I really wanted to take my time with it and and make it special because not only was it important to me that I got a good grade for this, but also, you know, he has a very interesting story and, you know, he's a member of he was a member of our family. So, mm-hmm. being able to shed light to his story, kind of where he came from to where, you know, he was when I made the project was a big deal to me. Um, and I also know it was a big deal to my mom as well. She, she really, you know, w- was, was glad that I was able to tell Mr. Jesse's story. Yeah. We'll miss him. We do miss him. Yeah. yeah. I really didn't have any more living family. Family. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, that's the Jesse story. And, you know, we just asked that in honor of him, that you do something in your community, let's do something this week. Maybe it's making a contribution. Maybe it's volunteering, whatever it is. Even if it's small, you know, if you see a homeless person and, you know, you have, a, you know, a few spare dollars in your yeah. car, or your wallet or whatever, and just, you know, stop and, and bless, you know, yeah. that homeless person that you see. Because you just never know what people are going through. Yeah. And I just think about, you know, not to kind of dive back into everything, but I, I just think about how what if, you know, mother never approached Mr. Jesse? What if. You know, we didn't take the time to talk to him and get to know him and everything, because I know some people are always a bit skeptical about helping homeless people um, because, you know, a lot of homeless people are on the streets because of drug addiction or maybe they're not taking certain medication that they should be taking. But that's not the case for for everybody. And it wasn't the case for Mr. Jesse, no, not at all. Um, which was, you know, he, he was just a very unique person and you just never know. So the smallest thing can can really make a difference in the in that person's life yeah and we really need it now because oh man i mean there's so many things that uh that are going on i really i'm almost thinking that we're in the land of egypt and we've got uh pharaoh at the helm um your agent orange as you call him yeah and we are besieged with all kind of plagues and we got covid uh that's happening we got two hurricanes by the time you hear this hurricanes would have hit the u.s both in the gulf of mexico at the same time that's never happened Uh, we got fires in northern california that's that's just just burning out of control i mean california been on fire for a minute yeah but i mean but you know we got fires and hurricanes yeah tropical storms like there's so much going on and get this I saw yesterday that there is an asteroid, yeah, an asteroid heading towards Earth. Right? Oh, great! You know, know. That's, that, and that's and that's basically how they put it too. It was like I think it was from CNN that it's not a big one, but it's it's heading this way, <laughs> and they said it's going to come either close or hit the Earth. 
Okay. Um, the day before the elections. <laughs> so, yeah. The real question is, where do you think it's going to hit? I don't know, but here's the thing. When CNN reached back out to NASA to get more information, they didn't return the call. <laughs> so I'm like, that's, that's not, not good. A, that's, that's not, not a good, good sign at all. That's not a good sign. So anyway, folks, all I can say is just, just stay prayed up because uh, we have, um, we got Pharaoh at the helm and we are just uh, besieged with all kind of things that are going on now. And we just have to keep on doing what we're doing. You know? Yeah. And we've been doing a lot. You've been doing a lot, man. You got like painting. Yeah, this, this. We'll call this, you Sherman Williams. Or uh, Bob Ross. I'll take Bob Ross. Yeah, bro. Uh, listen, here's the thing. I will settle for nothing less of Bob Ross with a little bit of Picasso, okay? Well, you did a good, great job listen, painting your room. Yeah, so yeah, so guys, it, I painted my room this week. Uh it's like a it's like three three of the walls are like a light blue and then I have an accent wall. Um yeah. that's a that's a bit of a darker, more rich blue. But I don't know. I just felt like I needed to do something I wanted to do something different in my room. And yeah. it looks good. Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I don't have much experience painting walls, but yeah, this well, was I, fun. Yeah, I did that, you know, as a teenager to make money. And, oh, man, I painted so much. So I was able to give you <laughs> some words of wisdom. Words. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah I appreciate yeah, your so. tips because it, it really did help. But it, the process wasn't, was it, it didn't really take that long. It wasn't that hard or anything like that. I mean, if, besides moving furniture around and stuff, other than that, it was it was kind of therapeutic. Yeah. And and I also yeah. enjoyed it taking up a good amount of time. I wasn't really on my phone. I was playing music. I would play music where I would watch something while I'm painting. And I was just in, enjoying that for the past, you know, for those two days. So Interesting paint color choices. Well, you know, blue is kind of, yeah. I, I don't well, know. I no, like no, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, blue is, is great. I'm just yeah. saying your accent wall was, the, the, the color was blue. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yes. So, just so you guys know. The um the color that the accent wall is, it's called the paint is called blue flame. And for those of you who do not know, the blue flame is a very uh famous strip club here in Atlanta. Don't ask me how I know this. But you just But I do know this. Right, okay. Right, um right. so you know, we at the flame with it. So <laughs> I should really paint that on that wall. We at the flame with it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, speaking of paintings. You got another tattoo. Oh, you yeah. To, it's also to, true. You need to show that. Can you show that? I mean, is that like, I mean, not to me. I what, mean, do you, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? Can I show the, it? Not to the people that are listening. You mean like on, on like social media? Yeah. I mean, I guess I can. I don't. Here's the thing. Unlike a lot of people that I know, whenever I get new tattoos, I never really like show them off. It's one of those things where I get them and then if you see me, you see it. You know, I'm, I'm not really like posting a whole lot on social media about it. But yeah, I can. I did get four new tattoos recently a few days ago i had a, a half sleeve and i have now ventured into getting a full sleeve and i'm very happy with them shout out to my artist kitty um at mainline inc in chattanooga tennessee go check her out go check out that shop all the artists there are super dope and covid and protocols yeah yeah and, like yeah um, that, that was my main I know that was your main concern. The tattoo thing is that is, is it is what it is, right? <laughs> but I know you know because it's it's one of those things where you have to be really careful. But they are they are really good with it. They took my temperature, gave me hand sanitizer in the beginning um, when I walked in. Kitty was wearing a mask and the whole shield mm -hmm. that uh, that you wear that covers your whole face. But yeah, yeah. so she was fully covered. Um, and everything so it was totally safe so go check them out if you're you know in the chattanooga area or if you're close atlanta's only an hour and a half away so you know i just made a quick drive down there yeah. got these You've done ventured out 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, it's okay. I'm okay. Quarantine. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's okay. I was being safe. So, yeah. Yeah. well, we're gonna get that test and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. And we'll see for sooner sure. than later. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we're gonna. You need to post that. It's it's okay. It's, I it's mean, cool. it's uh, hourglass, and then what's that? Say? Yeah, it's all of my tattoos so far in this sleeve or American traditional style. So heavy color, kind of thick lines on some, um, you know, that old fashioned style, because uh, that's just what I like. But I got a hourglass with some flowers. Um, I got a quote from my favorite book series, which is Lemony Snicket, a series of unfortunate events. Um, and the quote says, if we wait until we're ready, we'll be waiting for the rest of our lives. And I also got a matchstick uh, with some trailing smoke, which is also kind of like a connection to the book series. And then the the last one I got is a small one. It's actually a film slate, uh, which is really cool. Oh, I didn't you know, see that one. You haven't seen that one? No. Oh, well. Where is that? It's it's up here. At the top of my arm. Oh. Yeah, so I needed, I went to fill this. got wings on it or something? No, it's just leaves. So oh, So it kind of okay. ties into everything okay. else. But um, There's a lot going on. Yeah, but I uh, it's really cool because it has all the colors in it. But okay. you know, film is like a pa- film and television is a passion of mine. So, you know, and it's also kind of the career I chose. So, shout out to well, Kenny. Yeah. So you've got you know you've been took a little road trip. So yeah, I've been I've been this this know, this past week was a good week. I got to see some friends of mine, which was really good, and, and painted my room and yeah. got some tattoos. So you know, I'm it was a good week. It was yeah, a good week. Yeah. That's so, good. well. What have you been up to? I mean. I not nothing, no nothing. tattoos. Okay, <laughs> well, you know, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all right. Well, I did paint. I you know I painted. The yeah, kitchen. And, and the uh, accent wall that we have the, with yeah, the family photos. Mom. Yeah, I did that in the living room. Um, so, but you know, just uh, just, just you've been working. chilling. Yeah, no, yeah, well, working. working. Yeah, you know, uh, sorry guys, he, he he's working, <laughs> not chilling. My bad. But helping you, um, because you did have like a, a pretty wild week with your identity. Oh yeah, uh, guys! Again, another yeah, yeah. episode of this is. I promise you, my you, life is a movie or you something. You were on the phone with the police this morning, right? Yeah, I yes. That's crazy. So while this last week, this past week was really good, the week before that, absolutely <laughs> trash. Like it was <laughs> terrible. Um, it was one thing after another. I, you know, I don't want to get into too much of it, but one thing that did happen that that sucked was somebody tried to steal my identity and ran up a $3,000 T-Mobile <clears throat> bill, probably from buying like two iPhones, two of the like yeah, iPhone the, 11s or yeah, something like that. Yeah, out iPhones. They said it was like... Yeah, or something. Line. So like, I, you know, I'm getting this call from Convergent saying, hey, you got to pay this bill, this, that, and the other. You got a $3,000 T-Mobile bill. I'm like... I. I've been with Verizon my entire life. Yeah. I don't and, know. And, and that company is a collect, uh, collection agency. Right. For because, those who don't know. Sorry. Yeah, you know, because uh, the, the account was actually opened up in February, but um, they used a different address. And uh, as a matter of fact, they got Stokes wrong. Yeah. They even spelled my name wrong. So it was kind of like, but you, they, but like if you're going to steal else. my identity, at least commit. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, don't mess up my name. So the only, on. way, only way we were able to find out was you got a call in and I got a call. Yeah, it was really weird that they called you. Well, you know, the thing was it didn't have really any contact information that that was good. In yeah. other words, they didn't have phone number. They didn't have an address. And they did what they call a skip tracing where, you know, they kind of do this deep dive. Based Which on, is a little scary, yeah, to be based honest. based on your um, credit report. And, and granted, the and, only reason they were probably calling you is because every time I saw the number, I didn't recognize it, and yeah, I was not. And, and they probably connected yeah, me to you. and Yeah, I wasn't. You know. Either I picked it up, and then they started 
you know, saying it's in my mind, I was like, okay, this is somebody collecting a bill, like you're, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm just gonna hang up because you get calls like that number. all the yeah, yeah. right. And then I and then it kept calling back, and I was like, all right, they just are really persistent, and I would just ignore the call. And I guess finally they called you, and then boom, bam, we found out that uh, somebody's trying, somebody out here trying to be me. <laughs> so yeah, you so know, we immediately had to uh, freeze all the credit reports. Yeah. And- TransUnion, Equifax. Yeah, all that all that jazz. Yeah. The collection agency sent out a fraud packet, which you have to actually file a, a police, police report. report. Right, which is why the officer was on the phone with me. He was just checking in with it, got a actual case number and everything like that. So that's good. You know, we, we, we got it squared away. The good thing is that, you know, because – for me, I was panicking. Like something like that, you know, if you've never experienced that, you're, no, or you don't really you know have, what to it's do. Like, it's yeah. you know, it's scary. scary yeah. But the thing is, it happens all the time. Like especially now with COVID and everything, there's a lot of scams going around. So people, be careful. Be careful with your bank information, your card information. You know, I don't even save my card information on. You know, you can save it on your computer for certain things that you paying. Like uh, if you're paying for something, or if it's like Amazon, you can save your card or eBay or whatever the case is, I don't even do that anymore. I just enter my well, card number every time. You know, the thing about it is a lot of places are pretty secure. The problem is a lot of times when you have these data breaches and uh, Equifax, the credit reporting service, one of them, had a huge one some several years ago. And all of this information, you think, you know, oh, they didn't get me. And, and you check your, you know, your accounts and stuff. And what happens is it ends up on the dark web. There is a thing called the dark web. And they can, they actually sell your information. I, I heard a news story about this for like 50 bucks to get you a social and 25 bucks to get you the driver's license number. So they, all of this stuff, folks, That's ridiculous. they have on you. And then it's just a matter of finding the right person. That's not going to happen to me because... My credit scores, <laughs> everything is like credit cards. It's like, yeah, you try to put, try to get three thousand dollars worth of credit from from anybody with my name, and and good luck, good luck with that. So that's that's my strategy. Just keep everything that's at the funny. maximum, so you'll right. never, you know. That's it, guys. Yeah. Just have bad credit, so nobody will want to steal your 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 identity, <laughs> and you're good. So. I try to give mine away, and it's right, like, like they do, they will not take it. So take there you go. So anyway, but it's it's a it's a life lesson. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, you know. Life hack, as your mother likes to say. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. much of a hack. If anything, <laughs> I got hacked, okay? So like, I don't know what happened. But, yeah, it, it is now I, I kind of know. If it ever happens again, I kind of know what to do. Also, you know, freeze your credit. We do need to go back and just take a look and probably make sure I need to call the information. Yeah, get, and let them know the, that the the case numbers. Yeah, is, so I have the case number and it. The I have filed the police report. Yeah. And, and so and T-Mo- like that, T-Mobile's so. fraud unit now has it and. They're going to get them. I hope so. I mean, because there was another one from Capital One that was an inquiry, so we're yeah, hoping it that, that doesn't go through. Yeah, that doesn't show up somewhere. Yeah, so, guys, definitely. why me? I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I promise you I'm not that cool. <laughs> I promise you I don't have that much money. Like, it's like, really? Like, come on. No, it's just because you don't have that much credit. And so when you don't have a lot of credit, obviously. Fair. You, People are that's fair. have room to get credit. That's fair. And so that's what I'm saying. All this information is available when they're matching up the right person, then they go and, and they steal the identity. But anyway, that happened and yeah. got through that. And and 
Speaking of that, just <laughs> yesterday, was a couple of days ago, I got an email from a very famous jazz musician. Okay. Came to my work email and it said, um, hey, what's up, Reggie? Uh, checking in. I uh, need your help with something. So I'm thinking that this person, you know, may have a new album coming out or this is a person that works a lot with children and okay. and in and, and the community. Mm-hmm. And so I shot an email back and said, hey, hey, no problem. What's up? And then the email comes back and says, well... Uh, I've been trying to get some iTunes cards from some disadvantaged children, and I don't have the money right now. And I was thinking if I could borrow the money from you, and I need you to go get five iTunes cards. And I'm like, okay, I know that's, (laughs) I know that's and you and you don't know this guy. No, I know. Uh, Yeah, no. Oh, you know who he is. His email got hijacked. Oh wow. And so the way it the, the way it came to me was a normal kind of somebody reaching out for your help that you know. And so it didn't, it didn't ask for anything. It just right. said, hey, I, I need your help on something. Right. I'm thinking, okay. So I reach you, back out yeah, and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. no problem. And then that, that then uh, initiates this email about buying iTunes cards. And if mm-hmm. anybody need to ask you to buy any kind of gift card, yeah. that is a scam. Yeah. So you want to know something else? Not recently, but for a little while, I was getting emails from Apple that I was spending money on like a game that would be like 50 bucks or something. I was buying some app, right? Mm. But when I would check my my bank statements and everything, Nothing not showing up. So it's like the email was fishing for me to like click on it and yeah. be like, what's going on with yeah. this? And I'm like, I've never bought this racing game ever. Yeah, you know never, what I'm saying? Never so click on a link. Yeah, if you don't recognize uh, the email, don't just... Don't even don't even dive into that because I mean, if they can fake Verizon Wireless's number to get information out of you, like what happened to me, yeah. what a few months ago or yeah. or a while a little while ago, like trust me, it, they're the scams are going crazy right now. Yeah. So just be uh, be alert. Yeah, and you got through that, so that was yeah. It's all know, good. We're we're, uh, we're good now because yeah, I was very was stressed out about that. I know you you probably didn't watch, but you know what? I watched the Democratic National. I watched a little bit of it. Shout out to Kamala Harris. Yes, and congratulations to her. Yeah, being chosen the VP, uh, yeah. the running mate for Joe Biden. Joe Biden. So that that's uh that's going to be interesting. Yeah, um, but you didn't you didn't. Watch, I watched a little bit of it. Here's my thing. My thing is, from my understanding. The national, convi- the Democratic and the Republican national conventions, right? They're like pep rallies for the election. Pretty I don't much. see why you need a pep rally. Like, you just, well, I mean, I get it. I get it. But for me, I already know who I'm voting for. I know who I'm not voting for. That's for <laughs> sure. And I don't, I don't, I just didn't need to see all that. Like, it was cool. It was cool seeing Obama speak. It was cool. It was also cool to see Tracy Ellis Ross and, who else? Uh, Elaine uh, Bennett from yeah, from Seinfeld, because you know Ju- that's my Ju- show. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yes. Yes. Love yeah. that. She hosted the last night. She was funny. Yeah, love seeing them host. That was really cool, and also seeing people perform. So Billie Eilish performed. John Legend and Common performed. Um, that was super dope. But I, yeah, it was really just a well, pep rally. Well, you know, the whole, the whole thing is that in order to represent a party, you have to be nominated by that party, right? To run as a representative for right. for president, of, right. of that party. It's kind of like a primary. Yeah, well, the primaries got you to tonight or this past week. So the whole idea really is to talk about the platform of the Democratic Party coming in this election. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk a lot about policy, but it is. 
it is on the website, but they were just trying to show the difference between the, the Joe Biden that, you know, it has empathy, that mm-hmm. that's a leader right. uh, against against Trump. But the other thing is that all of the 50 states and the seven territories, they get to cast their vote for the nomination, right. which, which is basically divvied up during the primary. So that that's the other part is, yeah. to, is to officially nominate yeah, the president and the vice president. That's true. That's true. So you know, but it is a big prep rally. Uh, the Republican convention will probably be culminating at the day that this comes out. Um, yeah, I hear that Trump's speaking every night. So, that- <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. That's I'm actually not surprised. Yeah, not surprised. You know what else I heard? I don't know if you know, but I can't remember what state it was, but there was a Black Lives Matter protest somewhere. I can't remember, and outside of a house there was a couple there was a white couple kind of an older couple and they both had assault rifles oh yeah and they were like kind of pointing them at people and just like standing in front of the house and everything making sure like nobody got close um that, that happened like two months ago right but i heard that they're supposed to be speaking Oh, at the at, convention. At the convention. Okay, yeah, which is really sense. interesting. Uh, that make, yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah, I could. Yeah, um, I could see that. but I, I you yeah. know, I enjoyed uh, Barack and Michelle. Yeah. I think for me, the most, the most impactful was a young lady whose father died from COVID, and how she said that the only pre-existing condition that he had was that he followed Trump. In other words, he went down to a local pub to be with his friends, no mask, no social distancing, mm-hmm. because he told his daughter, the president said that it was not that big not of bad. a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And he ended up being on a respirator and, and later died. And she spoke about that. And I think that that was just so relevant. It was so, yeah. it, it's so powerful. And, you know, my thing is this everybody says, as they recap the Democratic National Convention, because you know I'm this political junkie, mm-hmm. that, you know, saying no it wasn't about policy it was about character right right? right, it was about character in order to lead and in order to lead anything you've got to have good character because you don't if you don't have character and empathy and understanding of what people are going through how can you lead and develop policies to do that if you have no idea what that is so yeah you can say that the policy wasn't uh, up front as much but this is and i truly believe this you know the reason that trump got in was that people didn't care about the policies of Barack Obama. They didn't care about what the Democratic administration had done. It was all about it was personal. Who who the person was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it was about Barack Obama and it was about race. We're, here we are four years later and it Y'all is Y'all mad uh, now, huh? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw <laughs> I saw a lady she was interviewed, her sister was interviewed. And they were asked, she had voted for Trump. She was talking about how she voted for Trump because she was a small business person. He was a business person. She yeah. thought he would understand. Right. And so the guy said, so are you going to be, are you going to vote for him again? And she was like, no, there's no way. Yeah. She, she didn't say it quite like that. She used right. a lot of uh, expletives. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> it's like, no, no. Um, Absolutely not. But I think it is a matter of character, um, and I think they did a good job. It was was a good four nights. And the, the other thing I, I remember I took away was the roll call, where they went to, like, all the 50 states and the seven territories. Yeah. And it was like 
they were, you know, in like New Mexico and then you get in, in Washington state and, and all around the country here in Atlanta, you had uh, Nakima Williams, who is uh, running for the fifth congressional district because of the passing of John Lewis. So she'll be running uh, as a democratic um, nominee for that. And she was behind his mural and she was talking about mm. getting into good yeah. trouble and, right. you know, making sure you register the vote, which right. is the other please, thing. please. That, that has come out of this. Please register to vote. Register to vote. But you know, folks, let's not wait on the post office. And yeah, the because joy and all come these on. other people. You you, you understand that this you. they are they are really trying to keep people from oh I know mailing in these yeah. these ballots. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt the Republicans more because you know, first of all, we don't really mail in up because we don't trust. Yeah. <laughs> We don't trust ball- right. you know mail in ballots anyway, right. absentee ballots anyway. Take it from somebody so, who who was supposed to get something in the mail three weeks ago. Right. Oh yeah, and still, still hasn't waiting. gotten it. Yeah. So so folks, um, I don't know about you, but I'm taking my lunch and my dinner Your mask and and my mask and and some music. And, and you getting in line to vote? That's right. I'm gonna have you know I'm gonna binge something. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna have a chair. Whatever. You think you think that you think it's gonna be that bad? Like. You think we're really gonna have to wait in line that long? Uh, well, I think that um, I think it's important for us to mm-hmm. we we have early voting starting in October. So I think get uh, on that as soon as possible. Just, just but even with that, I remember when um, Obama was running the first time, and your mom and I did early voting, and we had to wait in, in line for about an hour. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's going to be crucial. I yeah. think every day the polls are open. Um, there's going to be long lines, be long people lines, waiting. But, yeah. but listen, it's but, worth it, guys. It, but, like, just just bite the bullet. Yeah, wear a mask. Make sure make sure you're not too close to people. But I'm telling you, this is this is crucial. Well, we voted. We voted during the COVID because we voted in the uh, runoff. Yeah, but there you weren't know, really we, a lot of people. There weren't though. a lot of people. No, but we did do it it was fine yeah you know the primaries we we did by mail-in uh but not come october we're 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 going out to vote for sure maybe the first day maybe the second right you know everybody's gonna go out the first day so maybe about the third or fourth day of early voting right we'll head out early in the morning and also i think just just being an african-american you know being black coming from ancestors who were not able to vote their their right and their privilege to vote was taken from them or it was very hard for them to be able to do what we have the ability to do now. So even though, you know, you don't have to vote, you should feel proud to be able to vote if you're black, you know, because our ancestors died. Some of our ancestors died so that we could have this right to vote. So we have the power to exercise this right. And I think as African-Americans, we should we should definitely do it i mean besides just getting trump out of here which needs to happen oh yeah well you got other things on the ballot you got senators right the down ballot anywhere where you know you really need to and think about who you're voting for yeah if you can research these people did that yeah we sat at the table and we researched it together as a family which made it a little bit more bearable i'm gonna be honest with you guys as a millennial i don't like I'm not huge, huge into politics, so I'm not going to be the person to personally like research every person that's running for each position and everything. But it is important to know. I will say from doing that with you guys, it is important. It's important to know who you're voting for, not just whose name sounds cooler. Because <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you could well, just do that. So you know, you know who did you get something in the mail from? But let me tell you this: think about the judges, and think about if you or a family member had to be in front of a particular judge. Yeah. Learn, know what these
these people stand for and what they're about because right. they affect our lives if you're a, on it, a daily basis yeah. more so than the president right. or a senator. Th- those are important. Especially especially if you're a person of color. Guys, yeah. the system is already set up for us to fail. So as much as we can do to kind of help correct the system, and I think voting i mean you know you can only do but so much but i think voting is one way that we can do that it's imperative that we that we vote we go out and we vote even for the yeah. smaller yeah. elections and, and and i can tell you now i think a lot of people are realizing that even for representatives of school districts yeah. um your school yeah. board i've seen yeah. a lot of especially idiots especially right now that's on that's school huge. boards yeah that have no clue some of them are not even educators or never been educators but it's an easy uh race to win because right. all you got to do is get like 10 of your best friends to really uh vote for you and then you're on the school board and then something like covid happens and you are and, not prepared not at prepared, all and you're and making you're, stupid decisions yeah. and, you're, and you're saying stupid things yeah and so just do your research and go well prepared if there are propositions or other things on the ballot learn what they mean learn how they are worded because sometimes you're actually voting no to say yes so understand how these things these propositions and 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 things that are on the ballot how they are worded so that you won't be voting and that's an old trick so do that i know you're giving me the rap but you're not telling a political animal no i understand i get get, i understand no this is this this is great information this is stuff that people need to hear yes. so it is it is important it is important so go and, out and vote so please. I'm, I'm so mad i'm 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 gonna send you my um arthur fist meme i didn't know that was a thing yeah yeah, yeah so guys this <laughs> you know i i promise you every week it's something whether it's a word or a phrase and you always cut it out i don't know why because i'm learning something i didn't know that i know arthur Right, the, the 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 cartoon, the cartoon on PBS. The Ar- Arthur, yeah, Arthur the Aardvark. Yeah, yeah, on PBS. You know, blue jeans, yellow sweater. Right. Yeah, 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 glasses. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So we were, I we were at getting new glass. We were picking out new glasses, and I don't remember why I brought that up. The Arthur Fist. I don't I, remember I don't what it was, but yeah. if, you know, the Arthur Fist is a meme from the show somebody took a screenshot of he was watching something i don't remember the full clip but he was watching something happen and he was like very upset so he clinched his feet balled up his fist and he was like holding it tight like um by his side right right? and so somebody screenshot and you know of course if you're a millennial like and you're on twitter and stuff you've probably seen it and it became like a really popular meme for when you're like frustrated or like you know upset about something so i he my dad now is aware of the Arthur yeah, Fist. Yeah. So I'm gonna watch the Republican convention. I'm gonna have that ready. Yeah. On all of my tweets. Yeah, I right, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you say, big guy. Whatever you say. Whatever uh, you say. Oh, we uh we're taping tonight in the middle of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. From the bubble. From the bubble, man. And people in the stands. Yeah, you didn't like, know that? Yeah, like right. you mean like the virtual the virtual the virtual fans? Yeah, I mean they're like actual people. I thought they were kind of like you know like the, cutouts like in baseball. Well, no, I thought they were like uh, avatars, like they have in you know like all the games. Oh, you mean like in two K or yeah, something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, yeah. no, these Those are people. Are people. They yeah. set it up, and I don't I don't know how you get chosen to do it, but right. I've seen I've seen a behind the scenes of like a setup for somebody. It's really just a camera and a light. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a big Zoom. Yeah, basically. basically. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know, they pick certain people. Sometimes celebrities will join in. I've seen Lil Wayne in there. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think one of the coolest like virtual fans experiences that I've seen was that you know how LeBron opened up his I Promise School. 
Mm. He had students zoom in to watch the the Lakers game from oh, the school, like students that. from right. the school. So okay. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, you know, yeah. If, not all all of them obviously, yeah. but like a good uh, you know a handful of them. Yeah, and they had the crowd noise and yeah, and it was pretty cool. We watched Dallas. Yeah, we just guys. I'm a huge – my team is the Dallas Mavericks. 2011 was one of the best years of my entire life when we won the NBA championship against the Miami Heat. I just have to throw that out there. Yes, I'm right now – I'm still waiting for my team. That's okay. The Hawks, well, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> one of these We're days. not even in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, it's We're like – outside of the bubble yeah, looking in. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but they're playing the Los Angeles Clippers in the playoffs right now. The Clippers were up 2-1, to one, and it what a game. What yeah, a game. My yeah, boy Luca. Donjon, yeah, I'm probably I can't really say his last name all that great, but Luca, you know who I'm talking about, yeah. number 77. That boy's a beast. Yeah. Okay, he finished the game 34 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists, and hit the game winning step back three at the buzzer. Yeah, he is an animal. He is a complete animal, and I'm telling you this right now. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he was doing over there in Lithuania. I think that's where he's from. I'm not sure. But they are built different over there, okay? Yeah. That man is a beast, and I'm telling you this yeah, right now. Dude. I he hope he stays back. in Dallas. And he was like seven, eight feet beyond the three. Yeah, point he, it was a deep he, three. But that's yeah. but you know that's his thing. Like his step back is crazy. Like everybody talks about Harden's step back, but I'm telling you, man, Luca is a beast. And we could have had him. You know, we passed on him and got. Traced. Yeah, the Hawks. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Dallas. Thank you, <laughs> Armandi. Thanks you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So no. I mean, y'all got Trey Young, yeah. but and 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 he's uh, and he's he's, really, he's nasty too. He's, he's really raw, man. To his he, own he's a shooter. And, that yeah. boy. That boy yeah. is a shooter. You know, he got he got a slow start, and everybody was really because Luca just kind of took off. Yeah, he's he's, he's had he a just, lot of fans. You know, um, follow him and like just yeah. a lot of attention since he got into the league, one rookie of the year. Yeah, and, and when Trey got started, so you know he's so slow. Yeah, that he's, everybody, he's really small as everybody well. Everybody thought yeah. he was a bust, and then yeah. all of a sudden he he, found sta- his he started rhythm. dropping. Yeah. you know, thirty, forty yeah. a night. So it's just he ain't got a good team around yeah. him. So you know, well, we're picking. You're getting better. Seven again, I think. Or oh, six. in the in the for the, for and the lottery, yeah, the, right? The lottery was yeah. this past week, and yeah. and uh, we always find a way. We had a twenty some percent chance of getting number one, but we always find a way to pick like six. If you go back to the draft lotteries, we're always six or seven. So that's where we are, and that's what we expected would happen. And we'll just have to kind of go from there and see how we can maybe get in the bubble, or maybe there won't be a bubble next. I don't know. This time, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I know one team that'll be in it next year. Who? Golden State. You think so? I think so because they're picking like two. Like, yeah, how did they get. I mean, I know they. Yeah, want that and you know they're 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 probably gonna pick homeboy from Georgia too. Yeah, or yeah, maybe we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Or or they may go for um Lamelo. Uh, yeah, Lamelo. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens yeah. with the draft. Um, it'll be interesting because you know there wasn't really a whole lot of. No, no, college just, football, the, just you know the college uh, basketball from, from Georgia. Probably yeah. will go one or two. And by the time we come back to you guys, uh, we'll be well into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, first rounds just, first round should be done, yeah, I think, by the time we do an fast, ex- another they episode. Well, there's – You don't have to travel. And, right. Yeah. And and I love that there's games every, every day. Like, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But it's also kind of bittersweet because it's like you want to – you know, it's nice dragging it out and everything because it's great that we have sports back, we have the NBA back. But well, at least they're playing. And now they're trying to trying to work this college football thing out. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of Division One conferences. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Decided not to play. But the ACC, the SEC, 
those guys are still playing, looking Georgia, it's looking to start. Yeah, I've been following them on Instagram, man. They're 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 working yeah. hard. Yeah, they're yeah. working hard. So you know, go my, dogs. My, my only concern is that you know all of these colleges are coming back online. They're you know they're starting. Some have opted to go a virtual, uh, which I think is is the right thing to do because I have seen plans for colleges and all of the flow charts and things that they were going to do to keep students safe, and I, I applaud them for that. But the problem is, as we have seen in the news, once you get 17, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds... It does not matter. It's kind of like when you get in elementary school. Yeah. You're going to do what you do. You know what? It's not a matter of, like, if there will be any cases. It's more so, when will we know about right. and cases? How, and how many. And the, the issue I have is, what if your star quarterback gets COVID? And what if your star running back gets COVID? And they can't play for, like, two weeks. And the other Or maybe team, even longer than that. Maybe even longer than that. Then... You know, then what do you do as a coach? Because I tell you, that's going to happen. Yeah. Unless you don't say anything, which then is a problem because you, you know you need don't wanna, to you, you need to be wanna, vocal about yeah, the cases wanna, that you find. You yeah. You don't want to put anybody in 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 a position where you know you're on a winning streak and you're ranked number three in the country, and then all of a sudden half your your offense gets tested positive, and there's a cover up because right. college football is crazy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a lot of money involved. But anyway, I am looking forward to it, and I'm hoping that. Everybody stays healthy. You know, we've had some issues with high school football. Professionals, hey, you know, you get paid, so you can opt out not to play. Right. And I just think that you're going to have to really, if you don't do the bubble, it's really hard to keep players safe. So we'll see how that transpires. Also, real quick, while we're on the topic of sports, RIP to the GOAT, Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. It would have been, he would have been 42. So shout out to the Black Mamba. One of the greatest to ever do it. R.I.P. Yeah. to a legend. Yeah, and you know, prayers go out to his family and also the families of the other the people, other yeah, people that were that killed uh, and, yeah in the helicopter crash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some things coming out, uh, new stuffs now on, and, and for some reason we've been getting a whole lot of. I can't keep up with the streaming services because some are free. And some we've kind of gotten because we wanted to see something. Yeah. And so you get that. Oh, I'm trial. a I'm a firm believer of of using so. abuse the free trial, bro. <laughs> also, if you know, because you can only do the free trial but so many times. I am also a huge believer in when a show comes out that I know I'm watching, or if a new season of a show that I, I, comes out, I will get the streaming service for a certain amount of time, however long it will take me to watch the show, and then boom, I'm off. Yeah, so I, it's like, it may be like one or two months I'm paying for it, care. and then that's it. Yeah, I maybe. remember back in the day when you didn't need to put in your card information, it was more so you just needed like a username and an email. Oh man, I used to abuse that <laughs> so much. I used to just ch- and, and you didn't even need a real real email. It was just you just needed to put Some an email, email right, a, right. A, a name of an email in there. Those oh days man, are gone, those huh? yeah, they caught but, on, man. They caught we on. Get, uh, we have Xfinity, so you know we're not endorsing any particular carrier here, but we do have Xfinity. With that comes a year of Disney Plus. Yeah. And also the Peacock Channel, which is the streaming service for NBC. But we did get a chance to see Beyonce's new um, digital Black is, album, Black is King. Yeah, I still King didn't is watch Black. it. King is back. King. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not watch it. So. We talked about it during the last episode. I did. See, I yeah. did my homework. Well, okay, well, what do you think? Huh? What do you what? think? <laughs> Wait, well, what? Well, okay. A lot of good shots and scenes and... 
I I, like, I don't know. And then and <laughs> you're really <laughs> you're really tr- you're you're you're, you're really reaching right now. I want to let you know you, uh, you're forcing it. Let me just say this: Beyonce directed it, and it's kind of like when Prince directed what is it, Beyond the Paper Moon or something, which was really really disjointed and everything. But this is worse than that. <laughs> I mean, it's just the story. I have no clue as to how the story. And and, and I'm well, sure. Well, maybe it's not. It's not. Maybe no, it's not no. necessarily a story. No, it is. You know, because, oh, okay. Because, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. So. But, well, and they use <laughs> and and they use different lines from The Lion King. Okay. So so you hear um, they're really playing out. What's, this the, what's, Lion the, King what's the daddy's thing? name in the Lion Mufasa. King? Mufasa. Mufasa. Yeah. So you hear James Earl Jones. You're and, lying. No. It's, and then they go into this long thing. Look, if you're a Beyonce fan, I get it. The music's okay. There are a couple of tracks in that thing that are really, really nice. Yeah. But it's just kind of all over the place. And maybe Beyonce's you know, fans can. Well, you know, keep up with I mean, the bee, the, the Beehive is always like they don't care. It, it is as it long is. if it if it has if it has anything to do with Beyonce, it right. to them it's automatically amazing. It has. So. It really does not have a plot. So let me just. It, it's, yeah, it's I'm not going to watch that long music video and that's fine my favorite scene was jay-z sitting on the couch eating cereal watching tv yeah i mean and that's that was real that's that was, real right that there real. i mean everybody any guy can, can really like you know i feel you jay-z i mean he was crunching and munching and he was watching the tv and that was my like favorite part of the whole movie i could relate to that i see but um everything but anyway, else you're kind of like yeah yeah it was, it was I mean. you know um, it's all good. But anyway, we ended up getting Hulu and uh, and Apple TV. You know, yeah. So you just watched uh, Greyhound. Oh, Greyhound. Oh, great with Tom great Hanks. With Tam- Tom Hanks. He did the screenplay for that, by the way. He wrote that. Well, no, it was from a book, but he did the screenplay from the. He book. did the adaptation. You idiot! Yeah, oh, wow. Which is not easy to do, by the way, from a writer's perspective. I, I think there's a misconception that oh, there's already a book about it, so it's should be easy to write. It should yeah. be easy to write, yeah. right? You don't have to come up with ideas off the top of your head. But I think adaptations are not easy because you got to pick and choose what's important enough to go in the movie and and sometimes it's one of those things where you got to change things up or you don't have people that are the exact characters or they're described differently in the yeah because so. yeah because you don't you have a shorter period of time to right. tell the story exactly um but it is fast paced the graphics on it great i mean i'm a big war buff any you know Anyway, so I, I really enjoy and submarines. And yeah, I love that's submarines, you love movies, movies like that. Like, yeah, yeah. So it was really, really very well done, very fast paced. Tom Hanks, what can you say, man? I mean, Tom Hanks becomes the character. Yeah. He is so believable. I mean, he's he's a he fantastic. Can, he's one of my favorite actors. I mean, he can he can be yeah. Sully and land a plane in the Hudson, or he can be Forrest Gump, you know, right, 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 and believable in any of those. And here he he in this he is the skipper of the Greyhound, which is a boat that a destroyer that is. And and back in World War II, at the beginning of World War II, when I say destroyer, I mean it, it was a little boat basically, but it had you know some big guns, <laughs> a little boat. Yeah, and they were um, protecting convoys of supplies and troops mm, to okay. the Allied effort in England. Because gotcha. I don't think at that point we had not gotten into World War II it as of yet. So, but you had these U-boats, submarines, man, and and they were like um, they were wolves. They, yeah. they they were called the Wolf Pack, and That's they dope. were traveling packs. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to give away the movie, but watch it. It's uh, on Apple TV. It's 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 yeah. a great it's a great movie. And um, the only other thing you tried to explain. Game of Thrones. Too. Yeah, I re- I started rewatching, re-watching Game of yeah. Thrones. I felt like it was time. It's never the same. 
anyone who watches Game of Thrones and was following it, when you watch it the first time, you it's an emotional roller coaster. I, I just but it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's such a good show. Mine is season eight. We're not going to talk about season eight. Every it's I mean, w- there's nothing to to say about that. We all know that it was trash, but the show was really good. And I was just like, you know what? I think um, I, I need something new to watch or at least something old that I haven't seen in a while. And now I feel like I'm ready enough to to, to restart Game of Thrones. You had to get uh, HBO Max. I did. I did. We're just just racking up the subscriptions. Yeah, we really are. But you know what? It's okay. For a limited time only. Right. But you tried to explain it to me. I yeah, mean, I watched a couple of episodes in the middle of the second season. Yeah, it's it's hard if you and don't. No, that was the first season. Oh, okay. that was the well, first. That was like towards the end of the first. Yeah, he for those of you who have seen it, he he's episode nine when a Stark something bad happens to a Stark. Well, let me just say this: you started explaining it to me when I was watching it. Yeah, we left and went somewhere, and you continued to explain it to me. We came back and you were still explaining it. The only thing is, the only thing about Game of Thrones, is it's really not complicated. I think it's easier for me to understand the second time around. But when you really realize who the main families are and who's related to who, it's really all about families and who's going to sit on the Iron Throne, who feels like they have a rightful place on the Iron Throne. That's literally the baseline of Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? That's the... That's the premise. So when you watch it and you're hearing, like, once you understand who's who, it, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so, well, I, I, I don't. It's a lot to, yeah, to kind of jump in the eight, middle eight of. Eight seasons, yeah. uh, that's, that's 80 Ten episodes. episodes. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's, I just, each episode is an hour. That's, so. that's a tremendous um, yeah. uh, binge commitment. Yeah, I it just, is. At this point, it is. Know, I, I've, I've always wanted to watch it. I've started it. I have watched the first two episodes. And then it's the kind of thing when you have an HBO trial and you watch it, you can never get through it because the trial runs out but right so we'll, we'll see and what else you've been um typically what i'll do is i'll do a more serious show that i can follow and then another show to kind of play in the background or if i want to watch something funny um like a sitcom typically so i'll have kind of those two shows that i bounce back and forth with and uh right now i started re- also re-watching that 70s show which i think is a very slept on sitcom everybody always talks about the office seinfeld new girl friends that sort of thing if you have never seen that 70s show it is really good and really it's hilarious so okay yeah i've been re-watching that yeah and i'm still watching the 100. Um, it just continues <laughs> for to, some reason. <laughs> yeah. and, it just goes they, on and on. Well, you know, they had two episodes, right? They took a week, two week hiatus. They had two episodes. Now they had taken another two week hiatus. And it's not even I, I'm thinking after every episode, it's like, OK, and stay tuned for the season finale. And it's right. Just, I mean, they're trying to drag this thing out, I guess, to November. I, I, I yeah. don't get it. But yeah, anyway, it's uh, I've been I've been. It's good. Know. We got some gems coming to Netflix in yeah. September. Girlfriend, yeah. sister, sister. Ah. Which you know, hey, shout out to yeah, Aunt yeah. Regina, yeah, who yeah. Uh, for those of you who do not know, she is my aunt, your sister, who yeah, last time I checked, right, <laughs> <laughs> who used to write for both of these shows. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her and produce, yeah. And too. I know a lot of people my age and a lot of friends of mine. You you know, we grew up on Sister Sister, yeah. you know, one sister, of the best sister. shows, yeah. exactly, to ever hit Disney Channel. So you know, shout out to her. Yeah. And Girlfriends is a great show as well. Right. I think I think you appreciate it more as an adult. I think once I 
watch it once it comes on Netflix, I'll appreciate it more than I did when I was a kid. Because I've seen a few episodes as a kid, but it's not really a kid's show. So No, no. You, you'll uh, you'll definitely appreciate I'll it. I'll understand. And that's seven more. seasons, so. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it was, it's the it was longest a... running black sitcom when it, um, I, I don't know if it still holds that or not, but a lot of people thought it was a Cosby show, but no, it's actually um, wow. Girlfriends. Yeah. Um, I so. would say it would, it would be between the Cosby show, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Girlfriends. But it was but Girlfriends. I guess, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything That's, since then. That has uh, run I'm longer sure, than that. But, you know, because Girlfriends gotcha. has been off the air. For a while. In syndication for a while. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. I'm got a couple of books I'm looking uh, to read. One by uh, oh, Michael yeah. Eric Dyson on race. Um, so I'm I'm trying to gear him back up to yeah. do some more reading. I've already read my COVID book, uh, which started back in March with uh, right. Principles by Ray Dalio, right. which was uh, 400 and something pages. And Not bad though. It was a good. It was a good book. Yeah. It's a very good book. And so. I uh, I had started the audio book for Midnight Sun. Yeah. Which is the newest Twilight series book where it's basically kind of like the first book, but it's Edward's perspective instead of Bella's. Mind you, I've seen the movies. I haven't read any of the other books. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know if I want to be seen reading the books. <laughs> Just because they're kind of like, it's kind of like a chick flick type of thing. But it's an interesting story. I always thought vampires were kind of cool. So I am not ashamed to say that I enjoyed the Twilight series, uh, the movies, but I started listening to the audio book. I found it on YouTube for free, but then I just recently checked and the first video is no longer up there. So I guess yeah, because they caught up to him. Whoever was putting it on there, shout out yeah, to you. Your, your but favorite, <laughs> but your favorite no word, infringement. Right, 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 right. With the first word, copy. Right, right. exactly. So. Infringement. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good word. So. so. Yeah. So anyway, just do the right thing. Yeah, so maybe I'll just buy it. I don't know, because I really don't well, want to well, sit down and read the book. I'd well, much rather listen thing. to your, it. Your, your mom has now Prime. Right, so, so Audible. You, you might be able to get Audible, yeah. Yeah, but you still got to you still gotta pay for a certain amount of tokens in order to get in each. You need a token per book, and it's, it's like, it's ridiculous. Much. Like, literally, it, it, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be charging as much as they do for these audio books, but it's whatever. I might bite the bullet just because it'll, you know, it also be time consuming as well. Just, it just, you know, to hear it in the background while you're doing other stuff and and everything. So, well, yeah. good luck with that. Let yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Stay off YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They really. I was like, oh, it's clutch, man. I saved this video. I go to my liked videos. That joint said private video, and there was like no picture anymore. Right, right. You couldn't click on it, and I was yeah. like, man, they caught up they, to them. They, they tracked that down. Yeah, they shut it down shut real it quick. Down. So um, we just thank everybody for giving us a listen and subscribing. Your uncle, your mom's brother, called us this morning. Yeah, back up. at it like a crack at it. <laughs> woke me up. Yeah. He was all excited. You know, shout out to, to Paul. Yeah, and Judy. Uncle Paul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Stinger Stokes. Yeah, yeah, one of our uh, uh, subscribers now. And he was so excited because he finally was able to hear uh, the other episodes. And well, he, he I think he had one more episode to go. So. Uh, every other week, we'll be dropping these. Yeah, we're uh, getting more consistent. Um, so please uh, subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Right. We're on... Podbeam. Yeah, Podbeam. You, know? <laughs> like you love, saying, you love just, that Podbeam. You just like saying it's just, It's just, I've never heard of Podbeam. It's just Stitcher, weird. Stitcher, Google. All that jazz. Spotify. Uh, keep looking. But you can also go to boomerandthemillennial.com. 
and uh, domain I, boy. The the latest podcast is on there. It's on SoundCloud. You can go and click on and listen, and there'll be links to the other places where you can download and subscribe. And understand, if you're not used to podcasting and podcasts, basically it's where once you subscribe, when we drop a new episode, it goes right to you. I mean, it, it, it's it's there for you to listen. Um, you don't have to worry about finding it or anything like that. So please subscribe to, uh, wherever you get your podcast. I like saying that every time. Yeah. Check us out on social media. Right. So on Instagram, we are boomer underscore and underscore the millennial. So that's us on Instagram. On Twitter, we are at boom and mill pod. Yeah, we got some things cooking up, guys. Don't even, you don't even, listen, don't worry about it, but it's coming, okay? Good things down the road. But we're hoping that you're getting a little bit about us and what we do and how we think and how the generations kind of collide together into this magnificent podcast that we call. Boomer and the millennial, you know what I'm saying? So, listen, guys, we appreciate you um, supporting, we appreciate you joining the family, and we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us, leave a comment, let us know. Um, Even topics to talk about, things like that, like you know. So, but yeah, we appreciate the love. Everybody, stay safe out there. Please don't forget to register to vote. Let's get Agent Orange out of here. You know what it is. Right. You know, it's just, I say the same thing every time until it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Vote and also um, make sure you sign up for the census if you haven't already. Yeah, that's also important. Be counted. Cool. All right, guys. That's all we got. I'm Armandi, the millennial. And I'm Reggie, the boomer. And we out. Peace. <laughs>